What's up, everybody? It's your boy Will, and I'm here with another video for Black Cat Panther Podcast. And I'm here just kicking it with you post draft, post Matt Corral, post Icky Aquanu. And I'm here to say, way to go, Fitz. Great draft, man. If I haven't told anybody this before, I'm very excited about the picks that we got out of the draft. Icky Aquanu will hold on that left side for years to come. So I'm so impressed. Well, what I saw, I decided to say, okay, let's do an update to what could possibly be, what could we possibly look forward to, and what's the status with our upcoming quarterback situation. So with that being said, we start at quarterback. Quarterback, we have Matt Corral sitting behind Sam Donald this year. Do we start him or do we sit him? Start or sit, Matt Corral. I say that we sit him. We go ahead and get him ready, let him sit behind Sam Donald, let him learn what it is to be an NFL professional, learn what it means to be a quarterback, and how to really show or showcase his skill set when the time is right. Because last year in Ole Miss, he ran a lot of RPOs, and what do the Carolina Panthers run more than anything? And most of, I'd say 80% of their offense is RPOs. So, with that being said, I like the fit. I like the skill set. I love everything about Corral coming in. This could be a guy that could be our franchise guy. And I have to say, it feels right. If you're a Carolina Panther fan and you don't feel like he feel right to you, comment down below and say, why not? Why does it not feel good to you? Because I know you guys may have wanted Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis, but you got to look at what we do best. Run pass option. That means you have to have a guy that can run and also make the right short and immediate passes as well as deep passes as well. We have the best guy in the draft that can complete that and get it done basically with Matt Corral. I like Malik Willis. I wish him well in Tennessee. Uh, he is a dynamic guy that's runner. He's primarily a runner. But uh, when it comes to making passes, I, I don't think I've seen enough from him in Liberty to say that that was the guy that we needed here in Carolina. It just the competition wasn't stiff enough for me. So Ole Miss, Matt Corral, he played some very good games last year. I went back and watched some film on him, and I was very impressed with what I saw. Um, I also saw him make some great passes. Um, so there's a lot of optimism for what we – What's to come in Carolina? I say, if you're wondering what we should do with Matt Corral, we groom him behind Sam Donald. We all know that Sam Donald is not the best quarterback. He basically, in my opinion, now hear me and hear me clearly, in my opinion, I don't believe that Sam Donald should even be trotting out there week one, but we really don't have anybody else that we can really put out there in the spot. And I don't believe that Matt Corral is ready unless he shows us otherwise in training camp. Now, be it as it may, it's the same situation that Cam Newton and Mac Jones was in last year. I'm not saying that you get rid of Sam Donald if he is showing that he is better than we expected. But if he's getting the grasp of the playbook, making the right reads, knowing what's, going, what's coming on defense, then you give him a shot. But if he seemed like he's struggling – with the NFL speed, because all he knows is RPOs. We also got to incorporate some different passes that he can come in and be able to run. 
I mean, you want to make sure this guy knows everything. You want to make sure he knows placement, where he can put the ball placement at. And I hate to say it, I like the guy, but he struggled a little bit on deep passes last year. So we want to see him improve in certain areas that way he can grow. That way from A to B, you know you got an all-around complete quarterback, and you want somebody that's going to be a field general. And Matt Corral has the skill set to be that. I believe in this guy. He has a fire up under him. No matter what they may say, this guy has a fire up under him, which I like about him. And so going forward, we solidified the quarterback position. Um, it's still to be seen if he will be that guy. But I do believe, in my personal opinion, that he is that guy. Um, I stand behind him. And when it's right, when the time is right, whether that's week one, week 10, week 16, you put him out there. But not until he's ready, not until he shows you that he is ready. So if that's the case, I'm going to let you guys know right now, Matt Rule will be here next year. Your head coach that everybody's been calling for, if we struggle the first five games of the season and don't win, Matt Rue will still be here next year because he needs time to groom this quarterback into what he needs him to be. So I hate to say it, much as, as unpopular as it may seem, we will be stuck with Matt Rue, and he has a seven-year contract. I look to see, I hate to say it, but he seems a little comfortable, so he may be here all seven years. So the best bet is to try to get this quarterback up to speed so that way we can make sure that we see and know what we got in him so that way we can start winning some games. Um, with this offensive line fully revamped, I mean, you look at it. We got Taylor Moulton on the right side, Austin Corbett at right guard. Center, we got Bradley Bozeman. Left guard, Brady Christensen. Left tackle, Ikea Kwanu. We're very much, muchly, muchly improved offensive line. So I'm proud of that. The defense is also going up. And we have a lot of undrafted free rookies, un undrafted free agent rookies that we also looking at too. There's a list of guys um, that we just signed. There were about three, 13 guys that we announced terms with. And I'll read out a couple of that maybe stood out. I'm not going to read all of them out. But uh, the tight end, Babbitts from what was it, North Dakota State? He seemed to be a guy that was interesting. Uh, I just, the problem with him is the competition that he faced. I didn't really see anybody giving him stiff competition because he was always open in all, in all the videos that I've seen and all the games that I went back and watched. For some reason, he has a knack for getting open. I don't know how he seemed to do it, but I think it's because nobody was really putting any stiff defense on him because – I mean, let's be honest. He's in he's in a conference where the where the competition isn't that stiff. So I like the guy, but let's see if it can translate to the next level. And can he do that to guys that's running four fours and four threes? I'm just saying. We brought in a backup quarterback. His name is Davis Cheek from Elon. Never really heard of the guy. I looked him up, looked at some stuff that he did, and he had some impressive tape. Um I can see why he went undrafted because it's nothing that's going to really say, wow, we need this guy, but it could be serviceable. I'll tell you right now, it's better than what we've seen out of P.J. Walker as a backup. So hopefully he can come in, 
earn the respect of the team, take that third position from P.J. Walker, and hopefully, you know, this guy can make a name for himself on the team and become a, a serviceable backup. If we go into the season with a veteran in Sam Donald and two, basically two rookies, I hope he make the team um, because I like what I saw in him. He just need time to grow. And so with that being said, we also picked up Isaiah Mobley, linebacker from Boston College. And you guys already know how we feel about Boston College. Luke. But uh, this guy's nowhere next to Luke, just to put that out there. I just like Boston College because it gave us one of the best linebackers of all time. Just putting that out there. But um, Isaiah Mobley, I look at some of the stuff that he was doing on the tape. He gives me Khalil Mack vibes. He really does. He really does. But he's he seems to be really good. I want to see if, like, once again, will it translate on the next level? Can he stop the run? Can he get up there and shoot the A-gap? I mean, what can he do? I want to see him just basically be consistent. That's what I want to see from him. Consistency, doing it on a more consistent manner, because maybe that's what that's possibly why he fell in the draft because the lack of consistency. He's a good player. They just need to do it more often. Um, and then you know, like I said, there's a guy that we also signed. I believe his name was Charleston Rambo. Charleston Rambo from Miami. I'm interested in this guy because he had 1,100 yards last season, about seven tubs. And he seemed to be really good for Miami. I wanted to know why did he fall? Is there any off-the-field issues? Is there any real issues to why he seemed to drop so drastically? I know a lot of players came down. But, I mean, that kind of talent, undrafted, we brought him in. I'm excited to see what he can possibly be. Can he, you know, get off of special teams? Because right now, he sounded like a special teamer. Because if you look at what we got, we got DJ Moore. We got Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall, Shaw Smith. I don't believe is going to be with the team. Um, that's why I really don't include him much with his whole off the field issues that he's been having. I don't know what the situation is right there. So maybe this guy can compete and take the number four spot, or possibly number three from Terrence Marshall because Terrence Marshall has been inconsistent and hurt most of the year. So I'm interested to see what can he do. What can he come in? Uh, what can he showcase? Uh, we also got another linebacker from Illinois, Kalen Tolson. He seemed to be another good guy, big dude, real strong dude. But beyond that, there's a couple of uh, undrafted rookie free agents that we need to take a look at because, I mean, let's be honest, man. There's a couple of guys I saw. Um, we need another interior defensive lineman. Uh, I wanted Noah Elis. That was a guy, but he signed with the Eagles earlier. Um, Haskell Garrett from Ohio State was another interior defensive lineman that we need to pick up to have some depth. Jordan Williams is also sitting there. That guy is very serviceable, man. That would be a steal if we were able to get him. We need to see if we can pick up an edge rusher. Carson Wells is still sitting there undrafted. So if you hear this fitterer, please, please go and get that guy because he could – be a great rotational piece. I mean, you can never have too many pass rushers. And as you've seen, if you don't got any pass rush, you don't have anything in the NFL. 
Um, interior offensive lineman, we need to also – well, Alec Lindstrom, he went already. Boston College, um, he, he went to the Cowboys. So there's still um, – what is it? Saved – I'm sorry, what is his name? Oh, my God, it's the offensive tackle. That Dare Rosendales is his name. I basically did a couple of mock drafts where he was coming to the Panthers. I think that's a guy that we need to also look at. Um, Myron Cunningham is sitting right there from Arkansas. That's another guy you can sit there. We need to pick up some of these tackles and, and, and have some depth because if something was, God forbid, now I'm speaking in general, if God forbid, if something was to happen to Taylor Moulton or, you know, our new rookie, we need to have somebody lined up right behind him where we can plug in place. And Kellen Dish already went to the Miami Dolphins. He was the number one tackle still left out there. And then you still got some guys that's out there. Like I said, Dare Rosendale, Myron Cunningham still sitting there. I mean, there's some guys we need to pick up and start bringing on this team, man, because we need some depth, man, seriously. And then there's a lot of great tight ends. We signed Josh Babix. I think we should have went with Widemere from Texas A&M. That guy was way better than the guy we got, Josh Babix. Um, I don't know who pronounced their names right, but, hey, spare me. If you're sitting there cringing every time I'm saying it, I'm sorry. Justin Ross is another big name. Um, he signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, a lot of people were scared to touch him because of his medics, his medicals. Um, he had spine issues. But, I mean, that's still a heck of a receiver, man. You're talking about a potential first-round pick. And Kansas City get him for a steal. I mean, we picked up the number nine rated wide receiver in Charleston Rambo when we could have go after Braylon Sanders from Ole Miss. Who was his quarterback? Matt Corral. We need to bring in Braylon Sanders because they already have a rapport. We should have this guy ready to go and put on this team because – what can make Matt Corral more comfortable than to have his number one receiver in there from Ole Miss? So I'm just saying, we got Charleston Rambo we brought in. Let's bring in Braylon Sanders too, Federer, because it makes sense. Why not? You took his quarterback. Why not bring him in as well? You can get him on a cheap deal. He's undrafted. If you don't like what you see in him, you can cut him. But he made some great catches last year. So I'm just saying there's some rookie options right there that I just laid out for you. But there's also, you know, if we can't find a guy that we can bring in as a rookie, as a regular free agent, Jadavion Clowney is still sitting right there. I said this a while ago. I wanted Jadavion Clowney to come in. The guy had nine sacks last year. And you could pair him with Brian Burns, and you got two monsters coming off the edge. I mean, we already put Ioannidis. We got Derek Brown. <laughs> we picked up some guys, but. So Davion Clowney would be a beast coming up there. And I'm going to let you know right now, I'm not high on Gross Matos. I, I don't know what he's doing since we've taken him. This guy has regressed every year. So I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, what are you guys seeing in Gross Matos that I'm not seeing and I'm not getting? Because I don't see it for this guy. A lot of people like this guy, and they keep saying that he's budding and trending in the right direction, but I just don't see it. Um. I love my team. I love Gross Matos, but I'm just not seeing the production. I mean, give me at least five sacks, man. Bro, help me help myself to like you because I'm struggling to even like you right now because we're not getting production. This is your third year you're going into, and we don't get anything from you, bro. 
Like, what you doing? Like, what you doing, man? You're taking up space. You're taking up money. We could be paying somebody else. We could be having Braylon Sanders in his spot taking that money up. But what he getting right now? Because I don't see it. We got $30 million in cap right now, and we could be signing players that could help this team elevate. I'm letting you know right now. I just laid it out for you guys. Situation at quarterback, what we should do. Situation with the undrafted free agents that's still sitting there. I like Jadavion Clowney because he's the top guy that I would take right now that can come in and help this team. Man, if you like what I'm picking up and putting down out here, man, like and subscribe, man. I'm trying to get my subscribers up, I'm trying to get my channel to where I want it, man. I'm going to be doing another round table here live on Saturday. Um, if you want to be in on the live and if you would like to join in as a Panther fan or as any fan that's watching, hit me up right there. As you see it, BCP Talk. On Twitter, DM me. Let me know because I would like to have as many people as I could possibly have. But you got I, I want you to know what you what you got going on too. So I mean, hit me up. Hopefully we can come to a common ground and I can get you on. I'd love to, you know, incorporate some new faces, man. So if you're interested, hit me up and don't forget to like and subscribe if you like this video and you want more content. This is Will, and I will be heading out.